Welcome to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. This podcast is for athletes of all levels who want to level up their nutrition to level up their game. Join me as I explore the world of nutrition, health, and performance. Each week, I dive into a new topic to help expand your knowledge, separate truth from myth, and change your perspective so you can start winning the right way and reach your peak potential. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian nutrition coach. Let's go. Okay, this week's episode is a bit different than usual, and I'm honestly thinking it's going to be an exciting one for you. It's going to be a different perspective. I'm going to actually offer my sports dietitian's perspective on an elite athlete's diet, specifically Simone Biles, who if you're following the Olympics or if you're into gymnastics especially, you would obviously know who Simone Biles is, you know, one of the greatest gymnasts you know, from the United States. And today I'm going to be reviewing the information that's online about her diet and the way she approaches nutrition. And it was quite an interesting read. And once I read it, I knew that I wanted to share it with you guys. And I wanted to make sure that I can deliver how I see her dietary approach and give you some considerations of how, you know, nuanced an athlete's diet can be. So without further ado, let's actually get into it. I'm going to open up the article. So bear with me. I'm just going to be going through the article and reading what what it says and telling you my perspective on what I believe, you know, is going on and what I think of it basically. So remember, you know, Full disclosure, this is not a critique. This is just me as a sports dietitian reading about her diet, giving my perspective as a sports dietitian. Simple. Okay, so let's get into it. So first things first, the the Woman's Health article, straight away, the, the title is, Simone Biles doesn't stress about her diet and listens to her cravings throughout the day. So as a gymnast, not myself, her, as as she's a gymnast and as I'm aware of the of the environment that gymnasts tend to be in, that already starts this thing on a positive note. The fact that she says she does not stress about her diet and listens to cravings. This will all make sense in a second. Okay, so let's go down. So obviously it says here, you know, Biles is super serious about her training. You know, that is not to be disputed. You know, spends a lot of time in the gym. And it says here she takes a mindful approach to her plate. Perfect. Great. Mindfulness when it comes to nutrition is an underrated skill and it's an underrated strategy. So that's already a first positive there. It says here, okay, when it comes to food, Simone Simone follows her intuition. Okay. She says, I do not track anything. I eat what I feel good with and try to not overeat and stuff myself because I'm always at the gym. It says that she basically has a focus on establishing a healthy relationship with food, which is very, very important for this next part. She says for gymnasts in particular, Tracking can lead to health problems and eating issues, so I just eat what I know I can and should. Honestly, that just sets the framework for the rest of the article in a quite a positive way because the reality is that even as myself, if you've been following my content a lot, you obviously know that I'm a fan of tracking, you know, making sure you're managing your calories, managing your macros, all that sort of stuff. But you'll also know that I'm very much customized in terms of how I approach my nutrition programming for my athletes. And not every athlete requires tracking. And actually, not every athlete should be tracking. In her unique case, gymnast is a perfect example. So the fact that she's aware of the the poor food relationship that tends to be quite rampant in those kind of sports where a lot of it's aesthetic based, and honestly, some of the craziness you hear about the, how strict uh, you know how strict these dietary regimens are on these like ladies. So you got to understand that poor food relationship is something that can easily develop in these ladies. So you got to be careful. And her to you know to be just upfront and say 
I know that that can be a risk in my sport. I do not track anything. I eat more intuitively. That is awesome. Okay, so it's, uh, first of all, it's a positive start there. She said she obviously leaves a lot of room for convenient foods, which is a big part of her diet. And basically, from what I gather from there, from the rest of the rest of that paragraph, it's basically that she likes flexibility in her diet, which is awesome. Okay, as a flexible nutrition dietitian, like I can appreciate that hundred percent. You know, we got to include more flexibility, and that's saying that I try to preach, I guess, in some sense, with my approach is. Even as athletes, it does not mean you have to eat quote-unquote clean. It doesn't have to eat perfectly. You can't eat any of these other foods. You can have flexibility in your diet and still be a high-performing athlete. You've got to understand that. There is this lifestyle compatibility you've got to consider. So that's the first, like, the first part, like the introduction. So already I'm feeling good about what I'm reading. But now let's actually go into individually what her breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks are and tell you what I think. Okay, so for breakfast, it says here, that her workouts dictate her days, which is, you know, to be, that, that makes sense. Uh, wakes up, goes early practice, gets a quick bite. Sometimes she won't. Yeah, it depends on the sport. Obviously, if you get something before a workout, ideally, I always like my athletes to have something before a workout, but it obviously depends on the sport. You could argue in her sport that it might be okay, but it just depends. When she does have time to eat though, she goes for oatmeal or fruit. Great choice, okay? So especially if you get oatmeal, get some like quick oats, it's gonna be more easily digested. Great way to get some carbs in you. Okay. Now you could argue that it has a lot of fiber, so you don't want to eat it right before a, a training session, but it's a good solid breakfast to get your day started as an athlete. And then fruit, honestly, one of the most underrated strategies one can have is have some fruit before you work out. Easy. She says she doesn't need caffeine to get going. I've never been a coffee drinker. <laughs> okay, so me and her have that in common there. Uh, she's always been somewhat of a morning person, which, you know, that, that makes sense. You know, morning people, like I'm a morning person as well, so... That correlates there where you don't need that extra energy. But that's just an important thing to consider that, you know, some athletes will need caffeine, some won't. It doesn't really matter. Caffeine's more, you know, very individualized. And it's not unhealthy either. Drinks plenty of water. Awesome. We've got to make sure we're hydrated. Okay, here we go. Post-workout. Okay, so it says here post-workout or slash breakfast, the Simone sips on protein shake to recover and refuel quickly. And she says she, she has like a brand that she goes for. I'm not going to mention that. Uh, usually drinks half of that after first practice and half after second practice. So obviously she's training a lot. Not every athlete's going to be training as much as her. She says her favorite favorite uh, flavor is vanilla, but that's irrelevant here. On weekends though, she says her breakfast is a bit more relaxed, which tends to happen. It's one of those things that people got to tend to be careful though with the weekend paradigm in place. With her, probably not as much of an issue because she eats more intuitively. But if someone's like just tracking and then they just go haywire on the weekend, it can actually offset you. So you got to be careful of the weekend paradigm as I like to call it. But she said she'll have some protein waffles with chocolate chips, some eggs, or even a cinnamon roll. So oh, very flexible breakfast for the weekend. Very flexible breakfast for the weekend. But yeah, nothing wrong there so far. She has a workout, has maybe something a little bit before end, and then afterwards she has a protein shake, most likely because that's what she feels like. You know, you don't have to have a protein shake. You know, you can have a chalky milk if you want. You can have just a normal meal as well. You can time it so that your breakfast, like your normal, usual, typical breakfast, comes about after your workout in the morning. That can work as well. But so far, nothing there that seems, you know, unnecessary or, you know, problematic. Okay, so let's get into lunch. So when Simone gets gets home from practice around 11 a.m., she's ready for lunch. And it says here that she often gets Uber Eats. So like she mentioned earlier in the article how she likes to have a flexible approach where she could just have Uber Eats. She enjoys it. Okay. But it says here ranges from pizza to salmon to sushi. So obviously a lot of variety in her diet, which is a positive there because it's going to make it more manageable for her long-term to do a diet like this, then let's say something that's really restrictive where every lunch I must have boiled chicken, rice, and broccoli. 
you know, something like that as a basic example. Not to hate on that, obviously. You know, you can have that. Yep, awesome. She says that if she does cook something, it's usually something like chicken or salmon in an air fryer or oven or grill with some pasta. Great, you know, no hate on pasta, which is awesome. So first, the first thing I'm noticing is that she's an athlete who's embracing carbs. Even in the type of sport that she's in, gymnast, where obviously there's going to be a preoccupation and a lot of fad diets and a lot of restrictive eating, she's like, no, nah, I need pasta. I like pasta. I like carbs. Let's get in with me. That's awesome. As a sports dietitian, I can appreciate that. Obviously, she, had, she tries to throw in some veggies. Her favorite, obviously, you know, being like broccoli, carrot, corn. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Everyone's got their favorites. She said she mentioned she eats potatoes, another positive. A lot of athletes fear potatoes. She does not, and she's a gymnast, so that's something to look forward for yourself as well, to not fear things like potato. It can be a great source of carbs and nutrients in your diet. But yeah, her lunch is solid. Nice little solid lunch, and she enables herself to have a lot more flexibility, which is awesome. Okay, so let's go dinner. Okay, at dinner, which comes up after a few hours after dinner, Jim, it says here, Simone listens to her body. If I feel a little bit less healthy meal, I get pizza, fettuccine, Alfredo, chicken, okay? Uh, she says she really feels like home restaurants in her earth. Like, yeah, basically dinner is very flexible. If she feels like she wants something unhealthy or less healthy in her words, actually that's another positive there. She's not saying something unhealthy. She's saying less healthy, okay? There are no good and bad foods. There are just healthier and less healthier foods. There are foods you should be eating more of and less of. There are foods you should be strategically eating, others that can be a bit more relaxed. That's what you got to understand. It's no good and bad foods. And she understands that, which is awesome to read. So far, honestly, this is a very positive article. But yeah, she just basically chooses saying like that or she cooks it up, obviously, herself. Now, in terms of snacks, let's see. Okay, she, so she's on the move a lot, obviously. Being a busy, a busy lady, she obviously has to be on the move a lot and she has to have snacks that fit within that. She doesn't, she doesn't really snack too much because she's always at the gym, but she does have some fruit, awesome. So even when she's having some snacks, she's choosing saying that's got a good quality carb to it to fuel her needs. Also a fan of banana bread or banana buffalo. So again, some more flexible dieting there. And she sometimes splurges with popcorn or pretzels or Nutella. You know, I wouldn't probably consider popcorn a splurge because it's quite a, you know, considered a very healthy snack. Pretzels, Nutella obviously could be for some considered a splurge, but it's awesome that she can include that and still compete and still kind of be elite and not worry about and stress about calories and that sort of stuff. Basically, nothing is officially off the table. Only food she really doesn't eat is anything with coconut. Okay, so personal preference. She, so she understands her body. She understands how to fuel her body. She understands what she likes, what she doesn't like. She understands that she needs to include things that she likes on a regular basis. Otherwise, it won't be manageable. And she understands that there's nothing wrong with cutting out things if she doesn't like them. So all so far, so good. Now onto dessert and drinks. So she doesn't have a sweet tooth, obviously. So based on the article, like I'm just reading here, it says that she doesn't have a sweet tooth. But sometimes if she's out of town, she might, you know, get something really, you know, decadent or go for cookies or strawberries and whipped cream or baked cookies and things like that. So not a big sweet tooth, but sometimes she will have it or cook up something or makes it like a homemade little dessert. Says so here like a graham cracker with a marshmallow and a chocolate on top and then wrap it with cookie dough and bake it. So honestly, that sounds really freaking good. <laughs> sounds pretty good there. So with dessert is, yeah, she's not a big dessert person, but she sometimes has it. So that's kind of to be expected. And then we got the drinks. It says occasionally she will have a bit of booze, but she does not like drinking on weekends. So, you know, most athletes, I'm not personally a drinker, but every time I work with an athlete, I tell them up front, there has to be some management of alcohol. It's not good for recovery. It's technically not necessary in the body. And it might not be great for your results if you consume it too much. 
But for her, she understands that and she just makes sure she doesn't have too much. And uh, finally, to end it, she says that she has, has a sleep routine that's really solid. So she goes to bed before 10.30 and be- oh, no, usually in bed by 9.30 so that she can fall asleep by 10.30. So she has a very regimented sleeping routine, which is really, really good. I'm not even like a, like an elite athlete and I have a regimented bedroom routine because I'm, you know, I want to make sure I'm the best for myself and my business and that sort of stuff. So, you know, something like that is perfect for an athlete. You don't want to be lacking sleep. It's one of those underrated aspects of an athlete's performance is getting enough sleep and recovery. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Let me just make sure I'm not missing anything. Just bear with me. Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. Awesome. So basically the keys from this thing. So to wrap it all up, the keys from the the review of Simone Biles, the gymnast diet is she understands that in her world, the gymnast world, tracking can be a very dangerous road to go to. Therefore, she goes more intuitively and eats based on what she needs and how she feels and more intuitively. It is a skill obviously has to develop. You got to keep in mind that she's an elite, elite, elite athlete. So she's been doing this for ages. So she's fine tuned it. But yeah, she's got 100% flexibility in her diet, which is awesome. Her, solid, her breakfast is solid, her lunch is solid, her dinners are solid. Her lunch and dinners are similar. Bit of flexibility if she wants something, you know, takeaway-wise. But she does cook up some stuff, which is very balanced because she has a protein, she has carbs, and she has vegetables. So what I key thing from there was she does not fear carbs as an athlete. So that's something to grab from that if you are someone that fears carbs. She goes light for breakfast before a workout and then has an easy protein shake after. Nothing wrong with that. Not a big snacker, but she does have a little bit of fruit or something a bit more... I wouldn't say decadent, but saying a bit more, you know, popcorn-y, pretzel-y, that sort of stuff. Not a big dessert person. And drink-wise, obviously, she stays hydrated, mentioned earlier, but drink-wise, in terms of alcohol, she just has a little bit, but not too much, only occasionally. So it's not nothing to run home about. But yeah, that's pretty much the assessment of her diet. Obviously, this is just a news article, okay, on Women's Health magazine. It's probably not, you know, it's probably not exhaustive. There's probably other things to consider, other things come into play. This article is obviously from, you know, from uh, end of last year. So it's, you know, it might have changed since then a bit. But generally from what I can tell Dev, she's got a solid, solid, solid nutrition strategy in place. She understands her body. She understands what she needs. She understands flexibility. And there's really nothing I could fault about it. There's, you know, it's, uh, the reason I want to review it is because sometimes when you hear about these diets, and there are some out there that I've been thinking about doing, you know, athletes and some athletes who I'm quite, quite fond of, that some of their their diet regimens and what they kind of support is not quite founded in science. And I just want to see if there's, it was potentially any kind of issues here where it was like, Oh, she needed to be gluten-free for some performance reason or something like that, which comes up often. Or if she had to take alkaline substances or if she had to take this and that, or, you know, eat only organic or anything like that. And no, all of it sound pretty much legit. Nothing out there, nothing too out there, nothing problematic, pretty solid and better than expected considering her, her sport where a lot of preoccupation around physique and, and weight, she actually has a good head on her shoulders when it comes to nutrition. So no, kudos to that. There's nothing there that I saw that is a big problem. So I hope this was an interesting take. <laughs> okay. If I don't know if you're into gymnastics or if you're just into Olympics, or if you just want a bit more of a fresh perspective, but I hope you've enjoyed today's episode where I've kind of de- delved deep into Simone Biles diet and tell you what I think from a sports statistician's perspective. Look out for more of these. I'll probably be doing more of these athlete kind of assessments and we'll go from there. But yeah, if you've got any questions regarding this, obviously you can just reach out and let me know. If you've got any questions about your own diet, reach out. Okay, let's have a chat. If you want a sports dietitian to help you to create a bespoke nutrition programming plan for you, there's nothing wrong with just reaching out and having a chat. See if it's a good fit and we go from there. 
okay? So if you're interested, there are links in the description below to apply, or you can obviously go to the email in the description notes as well and just send me an email at alexa at climbdietitian.com.au. Just check the spelling, even though I've got it wrong sometimes, and just reach out and tell me what are your goals, what are your struggles, what do you want out of it all? See if I can help you. But until then, hope you stay safe. Have a good one. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can stay up to date whenever I drop an episode. You can also find me on socials where I regularly post valuable sports nutrition content to help you elevate your sports game, elevate your nutrition game, and reach your peak potential. Simply search for The Climbing Dietitian and be sure to click follow. Until next time, stay safe and stay dedicated. See ya.